as I make my way. In fact, I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise, I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Stack quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow out of East Side Hope. Wouldn't know my name. Oh, that's how you do it. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, there you go. There it is. Yeah. Oh, no way. Then did I go into the matrix? Had the mic muted. What up? What up? Uh oh. <laughs> Man, what's the over-under on Bogey going into the Matrix? It's already won as soon as we got on the stream here. What up? What up? What is going down? All right. We got some fun. Well, we got some fun topics today because we're going to be talking about Derek Wolf. I don't know if you guys caught uh, caught the little thumbnail there. Yeah, that is not a current player. That's our man, Derek Wolf. And uh, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast a couple weeks ago. And just super funny conversations. Like, man, this guy is real savage out there, uh, micro dosing before the games, uh, sometimes hero dosing. I mean, I'll talk about one of the times when he talked about doing a hero dose out there because you can't eat these motherfuckers in reverse. It's crazy, bro. Fucking, uh, I mean, you can't have a name like Wolf and not be one of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet. Killing it, man. Super I ain't never champ. met a man with the last name Wolf and he was a diner, bro. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Let's <coughs> shout out the chat. <coughs> we got Derek in the house. He <coughs> said, salute, Hudson and Bogey. Salute. Yakumania, what up? Uh, yeah, he said, enjoying opening, opening day. There we go. Yeah, I haven't uh, been paying attention. Any, uh, any surprises or any early... Uh, any early home runs or anything that we uh, that we got going on? Minnesota Marty in the house. What up? PB and Waivers in the house. What up? We got Bakes a lot in the house. What up, homie? And uh, it's funny. I think uh, I think Caleb fixed it. There we go. Yeah, there we go. He said I'm hyped about the cards later. Yeah. So we got the Panini Prism Pack right there, the Blaster, and then we also got the Don Russ. Uh, pack as well that we're going to be dropping later today around 420 west coast time nice that's it tino said can we open the cards now (laughs) i told (laughs) everyone it's going to be a little later we got two hours all right well it's about three hours from now all right and uh marco let's open it (laughs) (laughs) oh man and uh, all right, here we go. I got the clip here. Uh, Bogey, make sure you turn. Uh, and Dennis, no teams are left for tonight. Everybody is, uh, all the teams for tonight are filled up. We'll talk about the the, um, the teams for next week that are available here uh, in a few minutes. But check this out. So here's a clip. It's like a, a minute and a half or so. And um, But I mean, this was one of the three hour, you know, Rogan conversations. And uh, I got a bunch of stuff to talk about from this as well. And it's because the news is kind of boring today. We'll talk about some of the news, but 
Um, I was waiting to talk about this ever since we heard about it. Here we go. All right. You know, yeah, think. And it, here's the other thing. Before games, I was taking microdoses. So I'm microdosed and I'm at like full. You're taking mushrooms? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Before games. So I'm taking mushrooms. That's the Viking in you. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking taking mushrooms and fucking Adderall. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> Before what I play, a combination. yeah. What is that like? Mushrooms and Adderall, dude. The fucking focus is out of control, and I would just like before games, I would like, I would like get myself pissed off. So I just would start thinking about my childhood, like the shit that I went through as a kid. Whoa! And they would fucking get me in this rage mode, and I w- it was like this crazy controlled rage. So Adderall, mushrooms, and childhood rage, yeah, all together in a two hundred and eighty pound savage. <laughs> Well, I was like 300 pounds then, you know? Oh, my God. I was like 20 pounds heavier than I am now when I was playing. Oh, my God. Just fucking such a meathead saying I, I, wild, crazy shit to quarterbacks. <laughs> I, told, I told a guy I was going to fucking eat his kids. And, oh, my God. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> what did he say? He, he, did, he didn't say shit. He never talked. I played against this guy twice a year for eight years, and... <sighs> That was in year four that that happened. So four years straight, he never said another word to me. Oh, my God. He was like, this guy's a fucking sicko. <laughs> <laughs> Once I got married and had kids and stuff, though, I like I was like cooled it on saying shit like that. But I just that's what you do, man. It's a fucking right. head game. I'm it's just a head to, game. I'm trying to get in his head. Yeah. A hundred percent. I always try to explain that to people. People like, Conor McGregor's a fucking asshole. The things he says. I'm like, it's part of the game. <clears throat> I mean, it's. <laughs> All right, so he was he played with the Denver Broncos. I I just want to think because it was funnier. I just want to think that it was Philip Rivers who he said, "I'm going to eat your kids." I mean, but Philip Rivers, like, I mean, he would Philip Rivers. He says everything. Uh, he he says everything under the sun except curse words. <laughs> yeah. So he and everything like, oh, that he says. I mean, that's just the kids' curse word. The yeah, he might be like, "I'll eat here. your I'll eat your darn tootin' kids." <laughs> and Derek said, "Boy, was on t- defecate." <laughs> and Marty, yeah, we repeated it. Said, "Gonna eat your kids, the fuck." And Derek said, "Boy, was on some Mike Tyson stuff." Right. Well, there. I mean, and he did say he saw him twice a year. So, I mean, during that, it's got to be, met- huh? Uh, so it's got to be Chargers, Chiefs, yeah, and, or uh, or Raiders. It's so got to be one of those guys. Derek Carr, he's a little bitch. <laughs> and I don't even think he was there too long right. during the Derek Wolf years. Maybe we said he played to... against him for how many seasons? For eight, for eight, four seasons, or something for, like that. The Broncos. Well, no, no, no. What in in the quote he said he played against him two times for four years and he never said anything. So it's got to be someone who is at least the QB for oh, a four year oh, span. Okay, yeah, it's probably Alex Smith or I mean, Derek. I mean, because Alex Smith don't talk shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Derek Carr, yeah. he tries to. You know yeah. what I mean? And Derek said, shout out to Tyson 2.0 Toad. Because <laughs> yeah, Mike was saying some wild shit like that, too. Now, what do you think about the mushrooms like part of this? So, I mean, I'll, I'll get into when he said he took a couple hero doses sometimes. But it's funny, like, because his micro doses, it's, <laughs> it's like when I was talking to Petey and he was like, oh, yeah, you micro dose. I'm like, yeah, you know, maybe half gram or a gram. And he's like, well, first off, that's not a microdose. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, I that's think micro, that's a microdose to me. Him. Yeah. It's a microdose to me. And I, and it, I, I, I don't guarantee, but I'm assuming that microdoses for him are probably about a half to a full gram. Because he did talk about a time where he took like a full eighth 
and went out there and was just like tripping balls. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think I think um, I think uh, with the ad, the fact that he had a prescription for Addy, so you know what I mean. He was real, you know, that probably kept him a little sharper. And that and, and, and so that was from when he was a kid. So that he'd been on Adderall pretty much his whole life. Yeah, but I'm saying no, like <laughs> I guess you're right then, because then maybe it only it, it has him like a regular person would be, versus like when you you know what I mean when you. He when said you that he needed it. Like he said yeah, yeah, that like yeah, yeah. he's the type of person that his brain's awesome. bouncing all over the place, and yeah. then when he gets the Adderall in him, then he can and he can focus down at least yeah. on whatever he's trying to focus on. That's funny. I want. I wonder what prompted Rogan to bring him on. I've seen several inserts from it uh, last night when you told me about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I haven't, I haven't sat through the whole interview, but yeah, I wonder what prompted Rogan to like, you know what I mean? Because he's kind of a rando in that sense. Hey. Yeah. Hey. And uh, Bakeslot said, uh, he said two times a year uh, for eight seasons, okay? And on the fourth year is when he said that shit, okay? Those yeah, rivers. Yeah, it's got to be. Okay. Gotta be Rivers. <laughs> Rivers. <laughs> I wonder if he just brought some holy water out there and just tried to like sprinkle it on him or something. <laughs> Cause yeah, he definitely is a crazy motherfucker. And um let's see, and what else was it? So he was uh well, I'll wait for Bogey to get back out here before we start talking more about Derek Wolf. But this guy's a savage, though. And uh, he was talking about, um, I know you guys saw the quote from Dion, or at least, uh, I mean, I played it here uh, one time on the show, where he was like, when it comes to quarterbacks, you know, we want the guys who come from, like, good upbringings and stuff like that. He's like, but when we talk about, like, the defensive, like, uh, the defensive lineman, He's like, I want the exact opposite. I want those who are coming from broken homes, you know, single, uh, single parent homes and, you know, just all this, whereas all this kind of trauma. And, um, and he brought that up in the interview as well. And, and uh, he's like, hit it, hit the nail on the head with him. <laughs> Marty said Rivers got some kids to spare. That's funny. I, <laughs> like he says that to him. He's like, which ones, which ones? Cause you can have one or two. Like, yeah. How many kids does he have? Like 11 kids. Or something. <laughs> and Dennis said, Bogey reminds me of Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> I can't remember if it was this Halloween or the, or the pre. Yeah, I think it was this Halloween where he did, uh, where he came as Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> All right. All right. Bogey said he'll be back on in a few minutes here. But uh, yeah, if uh, the Derek Wolf, dude, the guy's just a savage. What's up, Noble? What are you doing? Ah, get that off of there. Uh oh, he's got his play doh. He's got he's got his play doh. Don't get it all over me, bro. Bye. <laughs> and uh let's see. So yeah, we'll get back to some Derek Wolf talk here uh real soon. But uh yeah, dude was a savage. I wanna wanna talk to Bogey about the time when he took his hero dose and took like uh took like a full eighth. And uh yeah, that one was funny. And uh, let's see. So how about for some news? And uh, let's see. Any news worth mentioning? Um, so Odell Beckham. Uh, so this gets in more into the uh, the signing rumors because nothing's official. Um, but uh, quote unquote, there's a couple of um, a couple offers on the table from multiple teams, apparently. And uh, the Jets being the most likely landing spot. So, I mean, 
we've been hearing a couple teams that were going to be um, interested in him. I mean, if he if he goes to the Jets, we just we, I mean, either way, we got our fingers crossed for <laughs> for Aaron Rodgers uh, getting in there. That's for sure. Let's see. Um, okay, this one was interesting as well because I wasn't sure what the Titans were going to do uh, at QB and. Um, and either way, I mean, Ryan Tannehill hasn't been the most, hasn't been the best, the most consistent, most reliable, whatever the hell you want to say. But they're expecting him to be the starter for 2023. Didn't say that they weren't going to draft anybody, but even if they do draft someone, because um, Malik just, I don't know, he just doesn't, he doesn't look like the guy. I mean, I know that um, that he hasn't really had like that much time, but yeah, I don't know. You could just tell. You could just tell if they're going to go get a practice squad guy and he does better than Malik. I mean, that says a lot. Let's see. Um, let me see. The The Packers, they're, they're tempering their expectations for the transition from Rodgers to Love. Um, crazy because we got to see this move happen. I want to see the move happen. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but, man, all of us just – I want to know for sure, is Rodgers going to the Jets? <laughs> we just want to know for sure. Big Tons in the house. What up? What up? All right. And uh, this one was actually, is kind of funny to me. Mike Thomas, for everyone who's holding still on to Michael Thomas in Dynasty, which I know I got a couple shares of him still. He still isn't 100% healthy following his most recent toe surgery, but he is expected to be ready for the start of the 2023 season. Man, Michael Thomas cannot stay healthy. He just cannot stay healthy to save his life. Like, what is going on here? What is going on? Uh-oh. Our man Dennis gifting a 420 crew membership on YouTube. Get those entries, bro. Get those entries. And uh, the entries are all for the signed Ricky Williams jersey raffle. Going down tomorrow at the end of FNT. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, Big Ton said box break later. You know it, bro. So we got two boxes here. We're doing the Panini Don Russ. There we go. Let's get these, get some blasters going here. We got 90 cards in this box. And then the one that everyone is most excited about, the Panini Prism. Oh, yeah. Let's get these blasters. Let's get a memorabilia card. It is going to be fire. Oh yeah. And then uh we'll talk about the uh the open slots in uh let me see in tomorrow's here. I meant to uh I meant to uh I meant to get one of these here. Let me let me see if I can get this real quick and we'll put it on just so everybody knows what's available. The boxes are between or the, uh, the teams are between 19 and 25, uh, $19 and, uh, and $50. I mean, and, uh, the most common ones are the 19 and the $25 ones. And then, um, we're going to be opening two boxes. So we got the purple panini illusions hobby box. We got that one. That one's going to be super dope. And then we're going to open another one of these Don Russ, uh, with it as well. So there's going to be 140 
uh, total cards that are going to be uh, raffled off next week as well. And because of the the illusion boxes, oh, I mean, it's it's pretty damn expensive, you know, in the grand scheme of things. And uh, so I'm excited because it's going to be uh, the biggest box break to date. And uh, yeah, this will that'll be the third one. So make sure you guys come by tonight and see what kind of dope cards we pull. And uh, yeah, let me throw it up here so people can see what's left. So anybody who gets in on next week's box break ahead of time, you get 500 entries into the signed Ricky Williams jersey raffle. So this is going to be good uh, for for today and tomorrow. And then we'll figure out what it's going to be for everybody else here. And uh, if you take one of the one one of the forty nine dollar uh, teams, uh, we're gonna do seven fifty uh, for those. But yeah, you can see here the teams range from nineteen. Uh, there's some twenty fives in there, some twenty nines, and I think it jumps from twenty nine. Then there's like three or four of them that are at fifty. Yeah. That's Kansas City, the Jets, the Steelers, 49ers. So four teams are uh, are at 50 there. All right. And uh, Bakeslot said, I like Malik. Uh, gave the sweater off his back to a homeless guy in the city last year. Says a lot about his character, if anything. Yeah, I mean, he seems like a good dude. I mean, he just we need uh, we need to see him do it a little bit more on the field. We really do. And uh, Dennis said, I have so many teams for tonight's box break. I better get something. Oh, dude, you're definitely going to get. Well, I mean, you're definitely going to get something. We got 114 cards, but yeah, it's all the ones in uh, in this one. I mean, uh, this is where. Well, I mean, the Don Russ, we got some uh, we got some shots of pulling out some dope cards. But I just feel like it's the Panini Prism where I think where we'll get more better cards. How about that? And Juggernaut was a. What is going on? All right. And uh, for the cards, Apple Pay and uh, and Zelle are uh, are the best ways. Um, the other way is me sending you a square invoice, and then you pay like uh, like like a two dollar a two dollar fee with Square, and um, yeah, and then you're in there like swimwear. All right, let's see. And Caleb in the house. What up, bro? So I'm showing this is next week's box break for the uh, we got the the Panini Purple Illusions hobby box. And then uh, that one's got three autos and uh, two memorabilia, they say. And then we're going to do another one of these Don Russ uh, ones as well, just so we can have a bunch of cards there. So everyone should win something. All right. And yes, no notes in the memos, please. No notes in the memos. <laughs> All right, let's see. What other news we got here? <coughs> um, I said it yesterday, but it did kind of happen kind of quick. But uh, Michael Parsons is expected to change his number to number zero. Him and Calvin Ridley going to be the first guys in the NFL to be able to rock the new meadow zero. I wonder if anybody else is going to follow up with that as well. And uh, speaking of the Cowboys, I mean, a very uneventful uh, signing, but we do got uh, Jonathan Hankins, one-year deal. It's like a mil and a half. So, I mean, he's going to be a rotational guy. Cowboys better do something to get a big name over there on that D-line. Like, they really, really need it. They really do. All right. Let's see. 
Hey, hey, Stevie B from Dynasty Live Fantasy Football. What up, bro? Make sure that you guys come back. So we got multiple shows today. We got FNT. That'll be over here in a few. We got uh, the box break uh, for the cards going down at 420 West Coast time. And then we got Stevie B, Dynasty Live Fantasy Football. He's going to be talking QB rankings and tiers. And uh, that is going to be going down as always Thursday night, 7 West Coast. 10 Eastern. Ryan Caleb said, uh, Ridley get a beast for the Jags under the radar pickup. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Cause he's not going like so much under the radar. Like now it's like the closer we get to the season, everyone's getting like more and more hyped for, uh, for him. So that is, uh, we'll see how much value gets taken out of, uh, how much value gets taken out of him as the, uh, as the hype builds up. Let's see. Um, Albert in the house. What up, bro? All right. How about some NFL draft news? So Anthony Richardson, he's meeting with the Panthers, Colts, Raiders, Falcons, and Titans. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, all these teams would need him. I mean, the Panthers, I, I don't think they take him at number one, but I guess there's still an outside shot uh, that they can. And yeah, Colts, Raiders, and Falcons, they all got high picks. And uh, Caleb said AR to the Hawks or the Raiders. <coughs> yeah, like I wonder if the Seahawks, I mean, Seahawks should go out and get a QB, <coughs> uh, especially because like it's with Denver's pick. Like that's what makes it like even better. It's like they actually made the playoffs, but they got a top five pick still. Hey, hey, Chaotic in the house. What up? What up? Don't forget, we're doing the box break tonight, and you got the Jags again. Oh, yeah. And uh, for everyone who just hopped on, I see an influx of people who just hopped on. The box break for next week is what I got up here right now that we have spots for. Spots between $19 and $49. Um, I'd say a big majority of these spots are 19 and 25 here and still got a lot of teams left. The only teams off the board so far are the Falcons, Broncos, Texans, Rams, and Dolphins. And anyone who signs up and uh, takes a spot today or tomorrow, you get 500 entries into the signed Ricky Williams Saints Jersey raffle. And Caleb said both have bridge QBs. Exactly. I mean, that's what they need. That's what they need. Uh oh. And Caleb said, let me claim the commanders. Let's get it, bro. Let's get it. Caleb taking the commanders off the board. There we go. So 500 entries uh, for Caleb. And this box break will be happening uh, next week. Next week. I mean, we need all the teams to fill up. I know we're going to have playmakers going on next week. So it might uh, it might either be early Wednesday or early Thursday, kind of in between uh, the nighttime shows. All right. There we go. Get this up and rolling here. And then we'll update this so people know. 
that the commandos have been taken. And I will always call them the commandos, Caleb. <laughs> Uh-oh. And Chaotic said, uh, I was almost going to have to work tonight, but I switched to the day. I was going to be sad. Yeah, glad you get to be here and not miss out on the box break. We got to see what uh, what Jags cards you get this time. And, uh, yeah, thanks again for referring uh, Sticky Picky to the channel here. He's gotten into one of our dynasties, and he's been doing the box break. So we appreciate you, Chaotic, on spreading the word on the channel. All right, let me update this. <laughs> they are the commandos, Caleb. They will always be the commandos to me. All right, there we go. Appreciate you, Chaotic. All right, let's see, what other... Draft day news. Does <laughs> I like the Washington football team better than the commandos? Yeah, because I mean, we hate the authority figures. Like, that's the one thing I hate the authority figures. Uh oh, there we go. And uh, another team off the board Evo taking the Seahawks. All right. And Caleb said, I wish we were still the Redskins. Yeah, I mean, with the Me Too. Well, I'm not with the Me Too, but, uh, you know, with the way that PC is, I mean, I'm sure all these, uh, everyone's going to kind of have to change around. All right. So let's see. Devo got the Seahawks. 500 entries for Devo. Caleb getting an extra 500 entries for taking the Commandos. Let's get it. And Devo right on brand. With uh, with his Seahawks there. It's going to be, uh, this is going to be a good one. All right, now I got to update this one more time and then we'll get back into, uh, I think we got a couple more pieces from like the draft day news. Hey, hey, and there we go. Bogey back in the house. What up? Did you have to pay Devo? To did take, yeah, did you have to pay him to take the Seahawks? <laughs> Devo loves the Seahawks. Okay. This is probably true. Yeah. He always start, he always you definitely paid, paid Buddy to take the commandos. Nah, man. Caleb loves the commandos. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been uh, even since I'm. Um, um, was he in on the first? I can't remember if he was in on the first box break. Yeah, yeah, Washington. Not Caleb. Oh, no, he was. Yeah, yeah. He had uh, the commandos and the Panthers. Yeah. So he's been on brand with taking his commandos each time. You know what's crazy is like if only the commandos can hurry up and get an owner, a new owner, because then it'll probably be the, the, the next new richest owner and they'll be like, give me Lamar. You know what I mean? But Somebody it's like is- that has to happen first, right? Yeah. I mean, Eric B. Enemy. He had aspirations of, of being the OC uh, in Baltimore the last few seasons. He was like the conversation. And then, you know, he he total 360s and goes and takes the gig with Washington. Yeah. But, and, uh, I mean, I found when I dug more into it, I found out that, uh, you know, he, uh, 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 what's his name? Ron Rivera was one of the first people that actually put the enemy on. You know what I mean? 
Okay. So, so maybe like, not a deal, but getting getting the regime a little bit back together. Yeah, and then you know what I mean. Um, you know, because he's probably, probably gonna probably have, not that long. He has to wait to assume that head coaching spot. You know what I mean? Well, and if I mean, I'm just thinking about you know, I mean, just like what you're saying right there, like Jim Harbaugh. I mean, uh, John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh not going. He might never like leave the Ravens. You know, and who knows how much like freedom you know the oc would have there and that kind of thing so yeah i i see that for him more freedom probably with the commandos and then like you said maybe that job is uh is up for grabs here at some time in the near future maybe um i i i guess john harbaugh is probably the next belichick as far as coaches that will they'll coach the longevity and be one of the more win you know the the, the current winningest mo the most winningest you know what i mean yeah, for sure. Because they're, I mean, they're always good. Yeah. And even like last year, even when they're trash, like they're still like, still solid. They, they probably don't coach for any other teams. Like, I mean, he probably won't coach for any other team like Belichick. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, well, Belichick did coach. Well, but that was, well, that was. And for the Jets, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know what you mean. We're not counting like anything they did before this. We're talking after. Yeah. Kind of like a Bill Cower-esque like type of guy. Because like yeah. as much. As much as they keep saying Bill Cowher like might come back, like I don't see him ever coming back. He's like Steelers till he dies. I mean, I don't know. See, that's the thing too, man. It's like you know, the, you know, there's organizations like Green Bay where they were blessed with these long-standing QBs, right? How <laughs> hey, Joe Jordan loves up next, but like you know, the Steelers were one of those ones. They have long-standing coaches. Yeah, always. You know I mean, it was the. I mean, what have, haven't they only had like three coaches or something in there that family? I could think of? I mean, they had that same coach. He won all them Super Bowls with them. Yeah, coached them throughout the, the '80s, and then then Cower came in. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then he was there till Mike Tomlin, and Tomlin's been there ever since. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he brought Mike Tom. Yeah, he he had Mike Tomlin under his on his staff. Uh, I, I guess he was under. Uh, I, I I think it was like him and Dick LeBeau. We're like the man, you know, and he was like the young up and coming, you know, uh, uh, coordinator or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? And Dick LeBlanc was just that old, super old ass motherfucker. He was super old, bro. Yeah. Dick LeBlanc went, he went hella old. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, okay. So the only other, uh, the only other like draft news that we got, um, there, um, what the hell is this dude? The dude from Illinois. He's a cornerback. Uh, I don't know. I think it's Devin Witherspoon. Yeah. And uh, they say that he's a lock to go in the top 10. And uh, we know that there's going to be Eagles. always a, a couple. What? Eagles. Well, you think they would? I mean, we're getting slay. And I mean, I guess they do need a, a youth movement over there, right? Yeah. I mean, slay, he got him for like one more year or two more years on paper. Yeah, and uh, Brad. Well, Bradbury, same thing, right? Because it was uh, a three-year deal. Bradbury's what, 29? Yeah, and Swar was a three-year deal, so probably like a two yeah, on paper, so, right? Yeah, same thing, like two on paper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, let's see. Let's go through the, the, the top ten here. Because there's always teams that need cornerbacks. Like that, that's, the, that's the spot that everybody is always trying to fucking – refill and really retool with like some uh some sauce garner some stingley i mean both of those guys hit top, um top 10 picks too yeah top both top 
was the top three or top four? Top four. Both top four picks. Yep. So let's see. I mean, uh, well, we got the Panthers. We know they're going QB. I mean, Texans more than likely going QB. Yep. Um, Cardinals, I don't know. I, I mean. Cardinals need pass rush. They, they need, need so much. They need, re- they, need, they need receivers. They need offensive linemen. They need pass rush. <laughs> they need to trade that pick and just acquire more assets, like, with it. Because um, then you got the dog was in the cards. Yeah, and you got the Colts right after that and the Seahawks. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, that'd be crazy if C- I mean, I don't know. They picked Tariq Woolen in like the fourth round or whatever the fuck it was. No, and like, they're, man, they're, they're, what a fucking hit. Like on they're that. They're taking a QB. Yeah. Because Gino is just the bridge. And then we got the Lions, who. I mean, it's crazy. Is it crazy to put past uh, the Lions potentially taking a QB? No, they're, not, they're, 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 they're taking QB, in my opinion, if if there's a guy there. They, right. I, I even can see them moving up with the Cardinals, like, you know, trading up to the Cardinals spot. You know what I mean? It might be more interesting, and Dennis just said Cardinals will be going Will Anderson Jr. I mean, shit, if they could trade back with a team like the Seahawks or the fucking Lions or something. Because you still might be able to get Will Anderson there. It, it wouldn't be the Seahawks because of the divisional rival, but it definitely Yeah, 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 you're right. And that's not unheard of. I mean, we've actually, the last three years in the draft, we've had divisional, an interdivisional trade. So it's not far, but not this high. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I guess it just really depends because I don't. I think everyone knows that the Cardinals aren't going to take a QB. And it's really like someone's moving up to like it's jump in front of the Colts to like yeah. take that QB to get take the QB they want. Right. Yeah. Cause I think, cause everyone, I mean, everyone has the Colts pegged as fucking taking a QB there or potentially moving up. I mean, shit, they were one of the teams that we thought might move up to number one. Like what if they move up to number two swap with the Texans or something? Cause the Texans, I mean, who knows what they want to do? Very confused on uh, what D'Amico is going to want to do. Uh, and I don't know who the hell their, uh, what's it called, uh, GM is. But uh, very curious. Uh, yeah, they're bought, the, the GM's the dude from uh, New England. Okay. Uh, uh, Casario. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sticky Picky in the house. What up, bro? What up? Did, oh, Sticky, did he make his pick yet? Let's see. Yeah, if not, you are on the clock. Let me go check. It's been uh, been a minute since I had the. I the fucking job. love, fucking love these backwood fucking loose leaves, bro. And yeah, he did pick. He went Devonta Smith. Okay. So he's All going. Right. So right out the gate, bong bong bong. Three receivers. I'm not mad at it. I like. He's I, got no, no, no. He's got two. So he's got he's got CD, CMC, and Devonta Smith. That's what I meant. Yeah. He said, I woke up, made my pick. Yep. Sounds good, bro. Yeah, because Crispy's only been on the clock for a couple minutes. So, Crispy, wherever you at, you are on the clock. And uh, I know you're new to the uh, I know you're new to the format, Sticky. Make sure you go check out some of the uh some of the mock drafts that we've done in uh, in recent uh in recent weeks. She's mad. I'll say it. Don't be slipping on not having a QB. <laughs> yeah. You gotta you wanna have two. I don't think there's too many teams that have ever won a championship with only having one good QB and then like not another like even halfway decent one. Doesn't happen too often. I've so seen wanna... them get to the chip. Yeah. But not win it. I mean Peacock's team was like that, remember? 
he, yeah, he and he lost it, lost it late because of it. Yeah, QBs went down. You know what I'm saying? Didn't have a third to, to speak of, and you know, but luckily the waiver wire he was able to get like a stud Stidham and like, yeah, you know what I mean? That was pretty, pretty amazing if you think about it. Yeah, that, for sure. That, that one game against the Niners where not no normal person would have started Stidham, and he went out there and balled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> said, "I feel judged on what part." <laughs> Oh, did she wait on QB in her startup? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, she's right. in this one, right? No, no, no. She's not oh, in this okay. one. She's going to be in the in the in the twenty one and the next one, the one okay. happening after uh, the draft. And Sticky's in that one as well. And uh, I can never roll perfect fucking backwards like that with when I when you have to get it and split it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Sticky said, I'll have QBs, but right there, it's not worth grabbing one. Okay, as long as you know the scoring and everything. All right, it, it, All right Professor. <laughs> you know, it's not worth it right there. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even being sarcastic. I mean, that's why I trade out of it on my spot. You know what I mean? That was a wild trade. Give us your uh, your logic behind that trade now that we're uh, on here. Just fun. <laughs> the unknown. <laughs> Because I, as soon as I made the trade, first of all, the whole time I had his third round in there, so it'd be like he moves up, and then and then like he switched it, and like when I hit accept, when I hit accept, I go, oh wait a second, he didn't have his third in there. He put a tenth, that sneaky bastard. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, but I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna complain about it because I actually yeah. Because what do you? Because uh, what do you, now you have doubled up picks in the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh, right? 10th as well and okay. like I, I looked at it i'm like okay where i was at i wait 16 more picks to take my second player you know what i mean and it's kind of crazy because even that trade that i did i mean the way that it worked out was pretty much me trading josh allen for fields and tua which I'm, it would take literally something like that to really move off of josh allen and like yeah. if you're just trading I'm the names in a league herbert and tua for for a borough, I did that. Remember that? Yeah, for sure. And, and here's another thing too, man. Um, Tua, he's like just stay healthy. That guy's a top five minimum. Yeah, he's got to stay healthy. Stay healthy. He's a top five. The weaponry, the system. You know, they're uh, they're more. Believe it or not, they're more. Uh, uh, they're more uh, uh, happy than run happy. Yeah, they're definitely. just very efficient with their run game with the little they do. You know what I mean? Well, and I mean it's like a mink shift, like you know, backfield yeah. though, compared to the wide receiver weapons that they got. It's a good point. Tyreek yeah. and fucking what they spend on Waddle when they got him, he was a six. I mean, you know, you don't go to the st- you don't go to the steakhouse and order the fish, right? <laughs> you know what I mean, all these dope ass receivers are like, we're going with Miles Gaskin. <laughs> yeah and uh, it's crazy because it wasn't uh you know i mean every once you start getting hurt i mean either way it's hard to bounce back when everyone kind of starts getting hurt but um yeah i like the dolphins they just gotta fucking stay healthy and um yeah that's really it just gotta fucking stay healthy <laughs> uh-oh and derek said oh shit bogey got a blunt and he said that's what's up bro <laughs> yeah you know what's funny is like I mean, I usually have like maybe five minutes, if that, before these shows. So I'll just roll joints and shit because like, I love smoking backwards. It's my, it's my, it's my, uh, it's like my second go-to after a joint. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But, and, and I love backwards because they just remind me of like me and my boys. You know what I mean? 
you know, just smoking a, a dumbass fat wood. And then, but like, and that you can't roll skimpy woods neither. You know nah, what I mean? Yeah. Right. So it's nah. like, <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, you know what I mean? I'm, so I'm smoking these fucking backwoods to the face now. <laughs> I'm all by myself. You know. <laughs> and Dennis said, two is more accurate than Mahomes. Just ask Tyreek. <laughs> That's mean, really funny. Well, you got, I mean, okay, let, let, let's go, let, let, let's, let's see what that did, right? Before he went to the Dolphins, well, he was coming off of a career high in targets. Uh, yeah, yeah. How many yeah. targets? I don't remember. What did he have in 2021 versus 22? Let's see. Because then, like, you know what I mean? That, that'll, that'll say if, who's more accurate or, and or efficient, you know what I mean? Because accuracy is, it's easy. Like, did he catch the ball? And, you know, was it not a pass deemed uncatchable? Were they, did, you know what I mean? I mean, Tyreek Hill is all, it's all finesse. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no, there's really no. So here it is. So right. here it is. So uh, in 2021, so that was last year with Casey, 159 targets, 111 uh, receptions. Okay. So let, let's see what that percentage wise is. Yeah, so let's see. So that's gotta be like 80%, bro. <laughs> nope, it's right on brand 69. <laughs> I, I <laughs> Something in the force was telling me that we needed to look this up <laughs> just to get the, to that. <laughs> and it's uh, it's six nine eight percent, so it's it's hell. I mean, you know, almost on the 70%. But not 70. And uh, um, in 2022, 170 targets, 119 receptions. What? You know what that equals? 69. Come on. N- no, 70. Oh, come on. <laughs> 70. He was more accurate <laughs> than Mahomes was in the one year that, wow. uh, that he had with him. And you know what's crazy? Tua was more accurate with him than Mahomes ever was, ever, in Mahomes' entire career. Yeah. Al- Alex Smith was more accurate with him in uh, 16 and 17. It's because. A lot of deep balls. He wasn't getting, yeah, he wasn't getting the 100 tar- Like That last year, they started using him in, in shorter dot routes. You know what I mean? Yeah. 2018, he has 137. Uh, uh, 2020, he has 135. Uh, so he, I mean, and 2019, he got hurt. So it's almost like we can't even count that uh, year necessarily. But don't you hate crazy. And I'm starting to hate Mahomes because he's so good. Because even <laughs> that year, he misses time because of injury. And he, yeah. he was missing Tyreek Hill a lot. And then they still go to the Super Bowl and win it. And they're just yeah. down double digits in every playoff game, including the Super Bowl. Fuck them. <laughs> Hold on, let's see. You know what I hate when, when I pass someone the backwood and they pass it back to me and they fucked it all up. I'm like, oh, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hell, that motherfucker with some hair, man. <laughs> Yeah, man, I just can't even fuck with the can't fuck, fuck with the woods or nothing. <coughs> it's too much, too much. I need like a scaly throat for that. I need to work my need to work the scales back up in my throat because they're non-existent anymore. 
But that was the shit where like you just like you cough and you're coughing up black shit like all the time. Like that that's another uh at least uh byproduct of uh of having the uh <laughs> we smoke a blunts every day basically for the last couple of weeks. Actually, like last me, because like however long ago the Super Bowl was, the day after that I stopped smoking god awful cigarettes, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And now <laughs> it feels like I've been smoking cigarettes every day because I smoke out of bat. Yeah. Yeah. And Sticky said, by the way, I looked at it. Uh, it was if I got a QB on my third pick, I'd have to go uh, too deep there and ruin uh, three top 25, the pick advantage with the 12th. Yeah, I get. I mean, you did get, I mean, dope ass skill spots. <laughs> hey, man, we're not knocking you, man, to each his own. You know what I mean? Because then uh, there's no one way to win. I just want as as long as you know the scoring and everything. That's all I'm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean QBs. You know, they're you get one point for every 15 passing yards. You know, what I mean, probably you know gonna on a, on a regular basis score outscore those other guys. You know, what I'm saying maybe you know, what I mean, I mean CMC was putting up QB numbers. You know, what I mean, to close the year, right? I mean, yeah. You know, in this system, that guy could put up 40 burgers regularly, but you yeah. know, it's just you know, it's it's harder to come across QBs. That's you know, you could talk about the position. Uh, what did he say? The positional advantage, or whatever he said, like as far as the top twenty-five, or wh- whatever he just. Qu- well, because he well the the twelfth pick is the only one that has three picks inside the top twenty-five. There you go. Yeah. See, I'm I'm probably, you know, I, I'm probably like it doesn't matter where I'm at in the draft. I, I want to have my two QBs early and often if I can. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this just is because it's 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 the position scarcity. You know what I mean? There's 32, and it's a super flex, and it's gonna be people that want three. You already got, for example, you already got three QBs. The first time I was ever able to do it, and because uh, it's just, it's super hard, like pushing off everything else until the fourth round, and then if I didn't have the extra picks in the fifth and the seventh, <laughs> I don't even do that. But uh, we're gonna see, we're gonna see how it goes. And this one was the first one that I went with a real, real youth movement. What, uh, what did you think the- about my? What do you think about my trade? I'm I, I, because. At the end of the day, Titans, by the time he gets to, to the 10th round or 11th round, he has. Well, I mean, here, here's the way that I'm thinking of it. Your yeah. second round, I feel like the two players that you get, the players at the four and the five or at the four and the six, whichever, you know, you consider. I feel like those two players are going to outweigh whoever you'd be getting at the second. I mean, you got Russell Wilson, so it depends on who you get at QB. You know, I, I guess I got, that- I got Chase. I mean, I Chase, uh, what's his name? Burrow. Oh, Burrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess for your second one, though, because um, I guess I, we're always going to be weighing that down on Wilson. But then uh, then the third round, it's the late third round. Um, you know, if that's the sixth and the seventh or the fifth and the seventh, however you break it down. Yeah, I feel like those two players are going to be worth, I think. Know, see, see, the reason why I'm telling, I'm telling our man Sticky here about, you know, to be cautious and, 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 and not, you know, uh, wait too long on your QBs because I'm in that position right now by choice. Yeah, you know what I mean, just like him. But he got he at least you know I gotta wait. Yeah, you do I have Burrow though. I mean, I, I forgot you have Burrow. So either way, now it almost doesn't. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't matter who your second QB is, but when you say my my QB duo is Joe Burrow and X, you know, like either way, it's like yeah. oh, all right, all right, you solid. You know, it's funny too because you know I'm. That guy who got Josh Allen or that guy who got Patrick Mahomes or even Kidda, 
you know, they'll hear from me eventually, and I'm going to try to pair Josh Allen or Herbert from Holmes with my Burrow. Because it'd only be criminal to not try. You know what I mean? And notice I didn't say Jalen Hurts or anything, anything like that. I just, I kind of, I, I, mobile QBs tend to fuck me in these situ, in these scenarios. You know what I mean? And Dennis said, uh, fuck, around, fuck around and end up with Cousins and Gino. <laughs> it's not, I mean... Let's not say names right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, really, but, but, no, no, I mean, well, Marty's in it, right? No, no, that's Minnesota Marty. No, no, no. That was Dennis. He's oh, not oh it. Dennis, my bad. Either, either way, I mean, Minnesota. we already know all the QBs are going to be going here in the third and fourth round. I mean, that, that's where that, that's where they have been going, like in all these mocks and the other ones too. So it's just who's going to pull the trigger, like first on it, because there's a couple people who already have two QBs. I'll and, say this. Uh, if you're not top heavy, you just got to be a very complete team all the way around. And you're competing. Yeah. Like, I'm not knocking sticks, dude. But, like, say he does end up with, you know, you know, some of the lower level. I mean, how many does he got to wait for it to come back? Uh, basically. 20, 20. Well, 24 now. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? 22 or whatever. Yeah, and there's only. How many people got two QBs? Three or four, maybe? Uh, let's You got see. three. Me. Big Tons. Titans. So three. Three have. Titans, uh, uh, Titans has Watson. Oh, hold on. He has Watson, I said. He got Watson, and then he picked Russ. Oh, wait, hold on. So with your... What did he pick Russ with in the third round? No, with your pick in the second round. Didn't he pick Justin Tucker or whatever it was? Or he got it removed? No, 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 no. That was uh, that was Paroli. He picked him okay. before Titans. Okay. So pretty... Hey, Titans, I, 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 I hate you. Because <laughs> that's who I was hoping would fall. Yeah, but the closer, the longer that we've been removed from Sean Payton coming there, like Russ's value has only gone up. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but you know, a lot of people don't like him. So it's just, well, he's still got that stink on him. (laughs) But then also, then again, too, Titans, whether he felt a a certain way about Russ or not prior to this, you know what I mean? You know, he knows how we feel about Russ. You know what I mean? We, right. Everybody knows how I felt about Russ last year, and I wasn't wrong about that neither. You know what I mean? Well, it's getting the guy at the discount who we, we've seen outperform whatever his draft capital is right now and really just in the hopes that it will come back to that. Because, I mean, I'm, but the reason I'm, tell you. But it's the Sean Payton that helps it because – and then well, yeah. the fact that they address the offensive line. You know what I mean? Those two things don't happen. I don't fuck with Russ. You know what I mean? Yeah, and we even – I mean, you even said it before. Like, you kept reminding us. Like, even Aaron <laughs> Rodgers was trash Aaron Rodgers with Nathaniel Hackett for the first year in that uh, in that system i mean they didn't even give hackett you know the full year with rest they were just over that experiment already Aaron rogers he had like a like a down year for aaron rogers standards in 2019 that was the first year on the floor because he was a hell of a hell of a fucking uh like steal in 2020 everyone was he's one of those great red zone (laughs) he's one of those guys that has like a, a, a high a touchdown complete a touchdown completion rating you know what i'm saying it's for, for mm-hmm. in the red zone aaron Rodgers. but in 2019 it was all all aaron jones down there yeah you know what i mean 
Yeah, he had like yeah. what, like eighteen or nineteen tugs that year. Yep, like total. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I won a championship with him in twenty nineteen. That's the and then so here's Aaron Rodgers who has twenty five passing touchdowns that year, or something like that, right? Yeah, you know, because he still yeah. had four thousand yards and shit. Like, I mean, yeah, like you know, a good ten, a, a say, let's say a dozen of those Aaron Aaron Jones touchdowns get stuffed. It's it probably turns into a passing touchdown. You know what I mean? Right. So. And Adams got hurt for a little bit of that and then year. He goes on to have two back-to-back MVP years. So, because that was now was a full understanding of the system and knowing that this run is so it's threatening. They threaten so much with the run that it, everything opens up. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like how many of those were like Rogers five-yard passing touchdown to Adams, and it was like might as well have been a little mm-hmm. dump off to the running. Yeah, guy. like they, they they were unstoppable. That 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 back shoulder down yeah. there in, uh, in the five-yard and beyond. They'll yeah. be on the one yard line and do that shit. Yeah. <coughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Yakumania said, uh, "Bogey, we gotta get that going <laughs> for Russell Wilson, the old busty rusty." <laughs> Here's what we got for uh, for Wilson as of right now. Yeah. Here's what we got for Wilson right now. Oh man, I think we just cursed him again this year. Remember last year, I was like, we got to get that when he becomes dangerous again. And we haven't been able to hit that drop. <laughs> nope, only when we want to have fun with it. It's not because he's earned it, right? Yeah, it's always when we're being sarcastic. <laughs> hit that drop again. That, one, that shit goes hard, actually. My whole time unit is dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. <laughs> these suckers should be afraid of us. And Big Ten said, like, before Sticky's back on, I can easily see six more QBs coming off the board. What's Potentially. That? I mean, third What's and fourth that? round. Just... Yeah, we never know. We never know. Let's, I mean... not, let's not give people ideas now. It's yeah. waiting for QBs, you know. <laughs> There's people over here taking three already. That's yeah. just where they've been going, though. You know that they've been going taking there. three. Who, who and where they're going is always going to be subjective on who the manager is. And, and don't forget, people can still trade, you know? So, I mean, any anything is possible. Anything is possible. Listen, bro, right? Joe Burrow's on the block. <laughs> Uh-oh. I want, I want two QBs for Joe Burrow right now. Uh-oh, we got action over here now. Ooh, Crispy went with the uh, with the number two uh, draft pick. Hey, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Shout out to my dad. Crispy goes in waves of uh, of wanting the the early draft pick and then completely uh, fading. See, you know what I'm saying, Crispy. You know what I mean. He's a man that's multi layered. You know what I mean. You feel me? <laughs> Sometimes he feels like a nut. Sometimes he don't. <laughs> All right, and uh, this is uh, this is by far the earliest that the 102. Has uh, has ever gone because um, usually those were what we at least what we've seen in all the other dynasties before this. Every single one uh, was the fifth round where the second draft pick went off the board. The first draft pick was always going early there, either uh, somewhere in the second or somewhere in the third for Bijan. <laughs> and uh, we have no idea. We have no idea what anybody's going to do, but usually we're going to get um, in, in these heavy QB years and these super flex, we're going to get some QBs, I'm assuming, with these earlier draft picks as well. Yeah. I mean, especially if they put themselves in a, in, in a situation where they need to get a QB. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Well, like Crispy, he doesn't have a QB right now. So <coughs> I'm assuming, depending what are you on talking about he has <coughs> CJ Stroud. Maybe he has Bryce Young. <laughs> yeah. yeah, does it matter where Bryce Young goes? <coughs> or do we think it's just uh I need CJ? Because I think I I mean I guess we don't know yet listen, that Stroud's listen, going Bryce to Young's Denver, probably but. far and away the better QB skill wise. But it's going to be C.J. Shroud just because this is a guy that if you just look at him, he looks like he could withstand the the the, the rigors, right? Uh, yeah, like that's what it I are. Mean, shit, Drew Brees, like I mean, the reason he and even ended up with the Saints is because he got fucked up so much with the Chargers that they were but like, they yeah, we're out Rivers though too, and they're because they were just not sold on Drew Brees for some reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Chargers are fucking stupid. Like, don't even get me started with those years when they were actually good because. Uh, yeah, they, they never should have drafted Rivers. I said that that was the worst, like, as it was happening. To you me, that was the worst draft pick ever because I was sold on Breeze. Like, the Breeze fucking LT tandem, like, that was going to be nasty. The little guy. Years. <laughs> that was, and, but that's what it was, too. They go from, like, Doug Flutie to, like, Drew Brees. Well, they go from Ryan Leaf to Doug Flutie to Drew Brees and shit, and then they wanted to get out of the small man QB business. Like, no, even like, though it was that. one of the best, even though it was one of the best draft picks that the Chargers had drafting Phillip Rivers because of the longevity, it didn't help them win a fucking championship. <laughs> didn't I help mean, them win a championship. He was really, he was all kind of Farfrick Nukins and Malarkeys and stuff when he, when when the Giants drafted him, remember? The Giants drafted him, and then the Chargers draft Eli, and, 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 and the Eli was like, fuck that. Yeah, I'm not going. Like, I ain't finna go there, bro. <laughs> Philip Rivers, he was over there wearing a bolo, and they're like, "Oh, they're, they're trading you now to the Chargers." He said, "Malarkey." And they that see that's what's crazy. Like, imagine not taking the QB there. Well, I guess maybe they had to to make that trade. I guess that's what kind of made the trade happen. But they could have just traded out of that spot or something. They did get a lot of they did get a lot of extra things. Like they got like Sean Merriman. Who is this? And, the Giants. No, no, no. The, the Chargers. Chargers okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Chargers got the extra. Giants, it was it was like them trading up to get that pick. <laughs> Eli Manning was like, you better get me the fuck out of here. Hey, Dad. Dad. <laughs> dad. Make, make the phone dad. call, Dad. <laughs> was like, listen, calm down, Elijah. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Elijah's like a badass name, but it's funny because if you prefer Eli, when they call him Elijah, it just makes it sound like he's like soft. <laughs> oh man, what up, Kevin? He said uh, RBs are Bijan, Brees, Acres, James Cook. Wide receivers are London Wilson. Uh oh, we got Dodson. Well. well. Obviously, Ridley Pickens, Elijah Morian said trade London and the 109 for Diggs and Miles Sanders. Win now mode, uh, with Murray I'll Herbert. I'll do it. 109 peace, yeah, because I want he has the 101 because he sees counting Bijan in there, yeah, right? So he got, yeah. you know, he got, you know what I mean, and I mean, uh. Really, it's going to depend on these receivers' landing spots because I don't think I can name, like, seven, like, spots right now off the top of my head. Okay, maybe, like, the Vikings is a good spot for a, for a receiver to get drafted to, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be second to uh, Jefferson. Yeah. Um, Tennessee, they could draft a guy who could theoretically be the number one over, over a Traylon Burks even. 
Okay. Yeah. But yeah. do we want that situation? Yeah, probably, right? not. probably not. You know what I mean? Shitty QB. <laughs> then who else is there? What other situation is desirable? You know what I mean? Like, because then that's what it's going to make this 109 interesting there. Because after yeah. that first, what, three, four? You know what I mean? I mean, what at the 109, you're, you're probably going to have us, assuming this is super flex, it's probably going to be two QBs off the board at least. And then, uh, like, bo- probably both running backs give the QBs. off the board, and probably be four wide, four or five wide receivers off the board. Also, yeah, so he's, he'll be in he'll be in that range for like the wide receiver, maybe yeah. in the back end. I yeah. mean, I, but see, to get me Diggs and then Sanders, and because Sanders he comes in as just a strong flex, a guy who's probably going to get like upwards of you know uh, fifteen to eighteen touches a game. It's probably going to be shitty volume stacked boxes, but he's your third guy. You know what I mean? Tina said Dallas could use a wide receiver. Dallas could, could use a wide receiver for real. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. Brandon, if Brandon, if you make Gallup a four, that's a lot nicer than him being a three. And if you get like a Gallup as a three, though, because yeah. he needs to be running that fucking just be opposite of whoever's, you know, what I mean, on the other side, uh, out wide, right? That way, Brandon Cooks and CeeDee Lamb, they could interchange in the slot. Like, and uh, uh, what is it called? This is this is what I would expect anyway from from a Mike McCarthy three wide receiver set where like you know what I mean like back in the days you see James Jones and and Jordy Nelson like switching in and out of the slot you know what I mean right like you know what I'm saying just but then there'll be one guy who's just always stretching the field right that that'll be Michael Gallup and let's see here. <laughs> and Tina said Gallup doesn't stretch the field. Not like he used to. Nah, I mean, shit, because they didn't stretch his ACL. Torn. Stretch it too far. He didn't say when. <laughs> what up, Michael? <laughs> he said, what what's, your, what's your opinion on Jacoby Brissett? <laughs> you think um, he could be the commando? He has one of the coolest nicknames. <laughs> Jacoby, the grilled beef brisket. AKA the meat slab. <laughs> and as far as what I what I think of the meat slab, you know, just great fucking like a, a leader. That's what, what they always say about him. Even as a backup, he's good to the starter. You know what I mean? Then he's a serviceable guy if you need him to start. But you know, he's he's really poor uh, accuracy-wise, short yeah. and you know, he's he might have like a decent arm to stretch the field, very inaccurate. You know what I mean? And I guess like, you know, his best his best uh his best threat is that he could like, you know, extend a play with his legs. Yeah. And then and then he's injury prone. So there's that. He's a big dude. Yeah. He's a big fucker. That Jacoby Groby, the meat slab. <laughs> And uh, and Yaku Mania said Turpin got the wheels. I know, man. Like, I wonder what it is. The turn like, man. He got no. He got no play. Probably has zero route running skills, and he's just a fucking return oh, man. I mean, yeah, that's what Tino said. He's too small, Yaku. Yeah, yeah he's a tiny fucker. <laughs> yeah. Because I thought he was gonna be able to be something over there, be a, be a wheel man, you know, for them, and they just never fucking played. Um. Yeah, I mean, shit, this kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess, like, he was the X. Did he come out the XFL? Or, no, not the XFL. It was like the, the, no. the, the UFA. Or, no. It looked like some one of them fucking didn't D1 schools or 
that uh, or one of them off-brand fucking leagues. I might be wrong about that. Not here. Yeah, I could have swore like he was like a. Did he play in the XFL? <laughs> nah, he didn't. <laughs> I'm just high now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Marty said, "Huss, what do you think about the pitch clock in the MLB?" Well, I think it's good. I mean, pitchers are just gonna have to get new routines. So hopefully uh, they've been working on them because uh, I, I we're actually did it come in. I, I, I would imagine that's designed for 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 the uh, to to uh, the game moves faster. It, yeah, make move not only make the game move faster, but like I would imagine, like you know what I mean. If I don't think it, I don't think it creates more hits necessarily, but. So? But uh, well, it's funny because Tina said, "I love it, Marty. I'm betting the overs all this week because of the pitch clock and no more shift." Oh yeah, you can't do the shifts anymore. Yeah. That's another new rule where, like, that you can't move like three players like on one side of the field, pretty much. Um, yeah. That's the easiest way that I can explain it. Because uh, there's some guys who, uh, which I don't know. I mean, now it just seems like all like hitters are really going to all fields, but, um, but I totally understand like <laughs> that shift works and, uh, it shuts it down, but, uh, yeah, Tino good shit. I think I'm, <laughs> I guess I don't know like where to be betting on baseball really, but I do like, uh, what you're saying, betting the overs. That might be good. Just parlay a few of those. I don't even know how many more. Fuck. Noble just took my phone. I got to do it on my phone. Oh yeah, that's right. It's the opener. It's the opener today. Yeah, today's opening day. I wonder if all the games have even started. Yeah, there was games going on all day. Actually, now I think about it, because in the fucking yeah. uh, that group that I'm in the, with with the tribe, shout out to the tribe. Why is that? You know, hey, shout out to all my guys. Yeah, there's a yeah shit. All the games, all the games have already started. Yeah. Oh, yeah, do the Padres play today? Do people wear ponchos to their games? Oh, actually, no. Not every game has started. One, two, three, four. There's like four games that haven't started yet. Let's. What do you feel about the the, the teams getting two Thursday games now? <laughs> or okay. they, the possibility? Yeah. So yeah, I was talking about that a little bit yesterday, and uh, it's kind of whack. Like unless they have it like coincide with like the bye week, because I'm not mad at a <laughs> Thursday game if it's like. You have your you know has multiple Thursday games all the time. Chiefs? No. Oh, Niners. No. Who? The boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because of and the they'll, and they'll make it to where they'll play the short week and then play Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then they'll give them the then they'll put them on the, the following Thursday. Right. They do this all the fucking time with them. Yeah. It's like Uncle Jerry got it like that. Like, okay, yeah, we're gonna play on the short week, but we'll have a, a, a regular football week. Then we have yeah. the mini buy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They've even had yeah. it before where they played the Thursday night. Then the week later, they played the Thursday uh, because it was uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. They they need to have it just coincide with the bye weeks. If they did it like that, I probably wouldn't be so mad at it. But man, that would be way too much time, though. Imagine like you, like, uh, I oh, guess what do you mean? did it like that, right? You have the one what? short week. Like, okay, say you're a team, right? You have the one short week, you play a Sunday, then you play the Thursday, <laughs> then you play the following Thursday. Then you no, have no, no, week. that's what I'm saying, though. Like, I think if, if they had it where it coincided with the bye week, so you play Sunday, 
and then you have the bye week and then you play the next Thursday. I mean, that's the same thing. I mean, except it's a couple days earlier because teams mm. would be playing on Sunday. Okay. That's what I mean. So the bye week before the Thursday game, then it really doesn't affect anything. But it's you know gotta be get, like you know that. Gonna get those games, right? What? You know who's gonna get those extra Thursday games? Cowboys. No. <laughs> no, I think it is gonna be like the night. It's gonna be like the it, night. No, nah, it'll be like the Jets. It'll oh yeah, like yeah. The Browns. The, the you know the other teams that they don't want to give them primetime spots like that. Nah, but, but you don't think so? I really. Think- but no, but but because they have Watson now, and like they might have Rogers, like it's gonna bump them up. Like okay, but you I really thought, okay. Hold on, tell me if you think that because really Rogers got always, always got primetime games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. I mean, yeah, yeah. Once once Rogers goes over there for sure. But I mean, really, what I'm thinking is like all these. I mean, what what do we have? 17 Thursday games. Well, if we don't count, um, you know, Thanksgiving, maybe like 15 or 16. Wow. Like, there's like a handful. Of those like there's multiple. You got to count the, the Thanksgiving because there's three games that day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's shitty division games in a lot of these weeks that we weren't excited to like yeah. watch at all. And if, it did, if it wasn't for fucking fantasy, we probably wouldn't even be watching these. I was going to say, the most boring is games. I'm, we're all invested somehow, some ways. Yeah. <laughs> invested in 100% of games with the amount of leagues we play. Yeah. Like, what, what Lee in the house, what up? What up, probably? And now, especially, you know, that we're just and, betting on stuff. Like, you know, we'd figure some player props or get it in the mix or something. I can dig it, man. Yeah, and uh, Michael it's said, uh, "What's AJ's value to 2023 pick?" <laughs> Superflex IDP. I mean, I guess that's what sucks because a guy like Dylan, whoever is trying to acquire him, I, I bet they want they don't want to give up more than like second round. I was even gonna say a mid level second or a low level second, maybe not even a super high. Yeah. But if you had AJ Dillon, you'd want at least a low first, even if it was a 10, 11, 12 or some shit like that. Well, I, I know one thing we were, we were going to touch on today is that Matt LaFleur is not that excited for the transition. He's, right. he's, he's keeping his ex, he's tempering his expectations. Yeah. Right. And what's funny about that to me is it just tells me they're going to run more. You know what I mean? Like, or try to. So. Yeah, and Dylan, Dylan play, he nursed that was already their identity. Like, well, they're not, I don't think they're going to be giving Jordan Love more than 600 pass attempts. I mean, Rodgers wasn't even getting that. Hell no, it, it'll happen by necessity if they're a bad team and they're always playing from behind. But yeah, but but see, and he, here's one thing with Rodgers why, why he's one of the best because it's the little things, like for example, he's gonna milk. Every play clock down to the wire. Yeah. And then they're gonna and they're gonna slowly and methodically move down the field. And and they might run eight, nine plays, and someone else, like the Chiefs, could run 12, 15 plays, but right. they'll melt the same amount of time off the clock because Rogers is you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's one thing I worry about whenever you're whenever you're thinking about other options in fantasy outside of his number one target. Like for years, it was Devonte Adams or bust, right? Basically. Maybe yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was like the second guy to, ha- uh, uh, what is it? Aaron Jones was the second yeah. guy to have fantasy wise for the last hell of years. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, I kind of worry about that a little bit. If you don't have Garrett Wilson, it's like, it's those other guys are, you know what I mean? And, and, and it'll obviously be great for Brees Hall. Yeah. You know what I mean, 
Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they run. And I'm curious to see who's that second running back. If it's going to be Michael Carter, because he could be like, like the Aaron Jones esque. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, not, not saying he's Aaron Jones, but I'm talking about in that system because it is going to be Nathaniel Hackett. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just funny. Marco said even golf and NASCAR. He said Yaku Mania uh, said fantasy got me into every sport. And that's uh, funny. The homie Zoo crew. I got him into fantasy. <laughs> And then it was like the next year after that, he had fantasy, like everything. If, if Yahoo offered it, like he was on it. That shit was so fucking funny. <laughs> nice. And uh, let's see. Oh, man. Marty said you pick a driver every week. So it's like a weekly draft. Crazy. Marco said I live in Germany. So I have an excuse for all my weird choices. <laughs> And Tino said, golf is whack. I tried it a few times, like after five holes. And um, then I'm like, let's go to the bar. <laughs> yeah, man, I need, to, uh, I need to keep tapping in with Patriot Sports Radio because I know they do golf picks like every single week, like betting-wise and stuff. So that's just one thing got to, uh, got to get back on. Because I'm trying to win some money off of, uh, off of golf. I don't need to watch it to win money off of it. Uh, Pat Mayo, Pat Mayo, I haven't, I haven't fucked with his content in hell long, but uh, always his, no matter what, his highest viewed shit was always his golf shit, and I always wondered if it was because there's a lack of people doing the content, so it just they flood into his, or is he really good? You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, probably you know, a little bit of both, because I mean, he works, I don't... Draft, he works for DraftKings, right? And it's crazy because they're always. He's like when I used to when I used to follow Pat Mayo, like before I was like doing content. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like you know there'd be there would always be a guy in the chat in the live chat on the Sunday morning. He'd be like, "Man, your DFS picks suck, man. You, do you even win any money?" He's like, "Yeah." And then that's when he he gets like, first of all, he's not humble at all, Pat Mayo. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he's like, "Yeah." I mean, what what did I win? What did I win? He'll always go to his producer. What did I win? What did I win last week? What twenty five, thirty thousand? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're worried about your five dollar game. Shut up, pal. You know what? You know what? Banned for life. <laughs> He'll block foods. Man, Yaku Mania said legit. Yahoo takes care of my addiction. Yahoo is does not take care of my addiction with fantasy football. Does not. Like a little chippy. You know, I, I don't like. I don't like us calling it an addiction because I embrace it. <laughs> I feel like addiction is something that they'd be like. It's not any. It's always. There's a stigma to that word, right? Yeah, but could you just imagine if you didn't have fantasy football for like a week for whatever reason, like during one of those like words, during the right? season, <laughs> like like addiction is one of those words. If you're like one of those like 1950s doo wop singers, you know, saying you'd be like, "Ooh, I just wrote a new song. I'm like, I'm I'm suffering from your love addiction. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's the type of shit. You know what I mean? They would try to flip it. You know what I mean? Maybe it's because of America in, in America, right? How long have they been doing those videos? Like those drug, those drug, like scare you from drug videos. You know what I mean? Oh man, I mean, I, I mean, early two thousands and all that. Like, I mean, it was I going mean, on. I'm talking about this going back to like the fifties, bro. Yeah, they got joints that go back. Oh, to the oh, oh I, no, I thought you were talking about like the drugs ink and all that like type of shit. But mm. no, I mean shit. I mean, what the hell is it called? Uh, um, oh shit, he said drugs ink. I remember that shit. <laughs> Yeah, that show was a dope ass show. <laughs> I like the uh I like uh Hamilton. What's his name? Hamilton Morris. Mm-hmm. Uh he has a he he had a show on Vice, but he's just a far he's a pharmacologist, so he can see he can synthesize any drug because he's just he has the knowledge to, right? But it's and then 
his, his whole his whole fucking series is him you know like finding different clandestine chemists like you know what i mean i guess that means you're like an independent chemist like you know yeah. what i mean Yakumania said, I embrace it. I get it, Bogey. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am addicted to fantasy football. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's all right. I love it. We admit it. We, we literally do content for it. That says something. We're doing drafts right now. Like, I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I just made a trade. And it might be stupid, too. Like, why did I give up my two and three? Because it's really all about perspective, you know, like uh, that's really what it is. Because to people who don't pay attention until August, we might as well be like mainlining fantasy football, you know, right now. Because we are like way too addicted to some of these guys. But I'm glad we got enough of you guys out there (laughs) to where it's just normal, you know, to us. Because it is. And there's so many more people who are getting into Dynasty like every single year. We're just ahead of the curve with like how hardcore that we are. You know CBS Sports? Mm Mm-hmm. So they, um, I fuck with J- Jamie Eisenberg. Shout out to him. Um, he he actually said he would come on the show one time, and then I just, you know, I'm just bad with it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, going back, like, you know what I mean? Responding, like, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, it's two weeks later, he responded to me. I'm like, oh, shit, I should have responded to him. <laughs> but anyway, uh, they just now started doing Dynasty content. And this is one of the longest standing uh, 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 platforms to put out fantasy football content. Period. Yeah, you know I mean, they yeah. they only got one guy, uh, Dave Richards, or maybe it's Heath Cummings. It's one of those guys. One of the two. Those guys that be because they'll randomly someone in their mailbag like have an IDP question, like one in a million, yeah. and he'd be like, "Oh, and that's their guy." Yeah, and it's always the most rudimentary. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. The most rudimentary surface level information, yeah. you know. And they need to bring in an expert to answer that rudimentary. Yeah. <laughs> and Yakumania said, uh, all I could think of now is half-baked. And Chappelle saying, I'm addicted to weed. <laughs> He's like, you know. Like, what? <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> Dude, you in here for some marijuana? <laughs> you have suck dick for coke? <laughs> That's an addiction, man. I seen him. <laughs> That's funny because Neil Brennan, like breaking down that scene, it's so funny. He was like, not only <laughs> did he do it and admit to it, he had the first hand witness. I seen him. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Oh man, fucking Bob Saget! You know uh, the show Entourage. Bob Saget's in there playing uh, a raunchy <laughs> version of uh, himself. And, I mean, that's uh, just really who he is, though. Well, like, I mean, he's a dirty. He's a dirty he works dirty. Well, and yeah. For those that don't know, in stand-up comedy terms, working dirty means like he cusses and and he's vulgar and he, uh, the the content, the subject matter. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, it's adult. <laughs> In this one, in like one of the first episodes, he uh, it's funny because uh, the guy, Vince, he doesn't watch TV or anything, the main star. So he doesn't even know who Bob Saget is. And Bob Saget brings over like a big old gift basket with like a full house, like box set in it and stuff. And uh, and then they end up uh, they end up down the street at one of the mansions. And you don't know in the beginning, but it's pretty much uh, it's uh, it's it's a whorehouse. And uh, Bob's just over there kicking it in the backyard, and uh, the guys are talking to girls. And Bob's like, "Hey, baby, show me your room." And like, they're like, "We do we just get cockblocked by Bob Saget?" <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Nah, he got, you know what I'm saying? He got he got all this money coming in from syndication, bro. He got the juice. He's got the he got juice. That full house money. And then one of the yeah, funnier, man. one of the funnier times that he was in there was uh when he was gonna sign with uh with an agency. He said, I'll sign with you if I can have sex in your boss's office because I want to use that for my memoirs. Nice. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's a hell of a negotiation, bro. Like, listen, <laughs> draw the line. <laughs> I gotta have sex in this office, <laughs> but we don't have a deal. <laughs> he already had the girl to have sex with, so it wasn't not, anything like that. <laughs> I, I don't know what movie said it was, but like, because not too long ago I was going down the the, the Norm Macdonald rabbit hole. And then it kind of led me into like the Bob Saget like a uh, 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 content in the algorithm, right? And there was one where Bob Saget was talking. He was talking about uh, he, uh oh, he was when he was on Rogan. He was like, yeah, he was like, you know, I love Norm, and uh, he was like, uh, no, I'll, we were shooting whatever movie, and then and, and, you know, Bob Saget's doing his cameo, and then um, you know, he's he's kind of trying to co you know talk to the you know, but between takes, he's kind of trying to tell Norm, you know, kind of like. You know, kind of shaping the character, like you know, some you know, some actor shit, right? Yeah. What what's the dad from Full House giving me acting lessons for? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's fucking Daddy Ten? What's the host of Wake Up San Francisco no, trying to tell me? Yeah, he's a director. That shit's fucking funny. <laughs> oh man! All right. My Norm McDonald's terrible, by the way. <laughs> We're going to get ready to get up out of here. Don't forget, we got the two box breaks happening like an hour and a half from now. Uh, got a bunch of dope cards, so get ready. Right. And, yeah, we got the Stevie B, Dynasty Live Fantasy Football tonight as well. 7 West Coast time, 10 Eastern. And then we'll be back for FNT tomorrow. And then, oh, don't forget, um, I don't even think I've had a chance to shout it out. Silver Screen Breakdowns coming back on Friday, and we are breaking down Point Break, taking it all the way back to Johnny Utah. And, uh, yeah, classic fucking 80s, 90s movie. I guess, where where does it even come in? It's like, can't remember if it was 89 or 90. It's one of those. Or it might be even 91. Yeah, 91. There we go, ninety one. I'm telling you, bro. He already had, he was tired of motherfuckers. He was like Patrick Swayze, was like hold on, man. Yeah. He was like, listen, bro. Oh, just because I did dirty dancing and a motherfucking ghost, bro. <laughs> and these motherfuckers think he was soft. He's the man. And uh, yeah, this is gonna be the first of. Uh, we're gonna get into some bank robbery movies as well because uh, we got some good ones out there. And uh, Here's the score. The what? The score. Oh yeah, it's funny because it's like, like um, it's really, it's really kind of. I mean, I love that they he went the long play with you know pretending to be um, you know like a uh, like a somebody like mentally uh, disabled, right? Right. Yeah. But it was just it was just cheesy that that part of it. But it's such a good movie. It is a good movie. You know what I mean? I mean, it's fucking it's De Niro and. And fucking uh, Norton. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Edward Norton. Yep. Yeah, I love Fight Club. Dino said the town is dope. Yeah, that's another one I like to get into. It's a dope one. Oh, oh it's a Boston movie. Yeah. Forget about it. Take the packing spot. <laughs> go pack the car. Pack the car. Go, there's a there's an open packing spot. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, we're out of here. See you back in like an hour and a half for the box break. Peace. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's not surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Notice that quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name. 